I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe-to-toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big-time authors, and we get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Heather Havenwood. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com. And let me help you double your income and triple your time off. Hey, 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 everyone. This is Heather Havenwood. I'm actually changing the name of my show officially from Heather Havenwood, like a boss, sexy boss, to just Heather Havenwood Show. Why? Because I am doing a ton of changes right now. And um, I'm going to be talking about all kinds of cool stuff. One of them is Bitcoin. One of them is women empowerment. One of them is men, teaching men how to date women. Because people keep asking me and finding out that I used to teach men how to date women. And I keep getting asked over and over and over and over again. So I'm now like, okay, got it. I guess you want me to teach you boys on how to attract and, and talk to women. But before we get to that. I want to um, just dive into something. It's a little, I'm going through my house right now. I'm going through paperwork. You ever done that? Paperwork. And you pull up old crap. I pulled up a bunch of old I love you cards from a lot of guys. And I always find it like, I don't know, so fascinating, right? About, I love you. You're the woman of my dreams. And I think about how it ended and it ended really badly. <laughs> the stuff they say, said about me. Or, you know, just, you're the love of my life. I would never hurt you. And they hurt me. Um, you know, that um, I also realized since from 2005, in 2009 or 2000, not 2019, I've been through four really bad relationships and bad breakups. My dog died. My mom died. I ended my relationship with my father. I'm kind, you know, I'm like over here going, okay, either I've had really bad breaks, I'm a really horrible person, or it's like really bad about 10 years. 
And so I reached out to someone who does human design work who um, basically says to me, oh, your blah, 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 Saturn is crossing Pluto or whatever. And yeah, you're like in a whole new space. So it's no wonder you're going through old things and you're throwing it out because it's time for you to let go of the past and completely move on the future and you're going to have new opportunities. And that's true. I'm having more and more wonderful new opportunities come my way. And the last really bad thing that happened was in May 2018 with my baby, my love of my life, my sweetheart, my love. She passed away. So I agree with her, Barbara is the name, that, you know, everything is a season. So if you are going through something troubling, just know it doesn't last forever. This too shall pass, my love. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. So if you're watching a video, you're probably wondering what I'm holding in my hand. Again, something I found while I'm digging out a bunch of stuff. I have like three trash bags outside of stuff. Um, before I get to this, you know, when you go through old paperwork, old clothes, books, like it does kind of pull up old emotions, right? Pulls up for me old failures. Pulls up for me, you know, things that didn't work out. Relationships, businesses, ideas, lovers, um, business partnerships. I had three different businesses that I started with the partners and we had like the details of how they were ending and all that I call the business divorce. They were those. And you know, people tell me sometimes, Heather, you're real successful. I have failed so much. I have failed so much. I've succeeded a lot too, but guys, girls, y'all, failure is a big, big Big ass piece of success in anything, even in relationships. Someone asked me the other day, you know, why aren't you married? And like, that's like kind of asking me why I'm, I'm not African American. I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't think about that. I just, this is who I am. This is where I'm at. Not everyone's going to fit in the mold of our society. Not everyone's going to fit inside of that construct called go to, you know, 12 years of school then go to college, then get married, then have a baby or two or three, get into the verbs and there, yeah, like, and then retire 55. That is a potential framework, but I say 98% of the people, especially 99.9% of the successful people, don't even follow that crap. They don't. They don't follow that crap. They might intertwine in that, but that's not necessarily the success path. Road less traveled. The road less traveled truly is the success path. This book, this book right here, Power. Power by Robert Greene. Now, I've had this book a long time, and I've said to people, yeah, I've read it. Not really. People say you've read this book. It's like saying, yeah, I've read the Bible. This book is intense, and I have actually read, and I mean read, like every little word I'm in page 291, law 35. It's taken me about three months, and I do 30 minutes at a time because it's really intense. Look at these notes, man. I have some serious notes in here, sideline notes. Kind of looks like a Bible in here. Um, 
And the latest one I just read, which is what I'm going to be talking to you about today, along with this little card that I found in my digging out of stuff, which is this. God, I love this. This is like my favorite law. Robert Greene, if you're ever listening to my podcast, this is seriously my favorite law. Law number 34. Be royal in your own fashion. Act like a king to be treated like one. The way you carry yourself will determine how you are treated in the long run. Appearing vulgar or common will make people disrespect you. Right there. Vulgar or common. Let's go back to the construct we're told. Go to school, in college, get married, have a baby, baby, have a baby, have a verbs. That's called common. That's called common. Go to job, you have 30 years, your retirement. Common. Common. Is that a king? Is that a queen? No. No. End of story. If you think that your life is way off of that, and you're like the road less traveled, congratulations. 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 Mine is not that way. And every time I try to get on that construct, every time I try to get on that path, it never works out. Every time I get into a relationship and go, okay, this is it. I'm going to get married and we're going to go live in the burbs and then I'm going to have babies. It never works out because I'm trying to push something to have happen and control it versus saying, maybe that's just not for me. You know, maybe that's, and that's okay. I know a lot of people, men and women, but that's just not okay. That's just not what they want. And I want you and me, but I want to give you full permission, full permission to not be inside the box that we tell people that you have to be in. Woo! Okay. Be royal in your own fashion. Act like a king to be treated like one. Now, this doesn't mean arrogancy. And he talks about that. Not arrogancy. Not arrogancy. In fact, what he does is, I love, I love Robert Green. He's a brilliant. So what he does is he has the law, and then how he handles it is he basically does what he calls observation of the law, which is a story of someone in the past, a real person. And he takes a lot from the 1500s and 1600s, and a lot of the kings and queens and Louis V and sixth and seventh and Catherine the Great and Napoleon Hill, Napoleon Hill, Napoleon, where these are people that had to really learn the art of power, the art of seduction, the art of war to keep their throne, to not be overtaken by their throne, to get the throne, to all these things. And people go, well, how does that pertain to me? If you are in a company, a corporation, that has 20 people in it, there's a hierarchy. And there's issues going on, and there's backstabbing, and there's collaboration, and there's team making. And you know what? This book would help that. If you're in a big company like Visa or Google or something even bigger, they talk about that. Because it all goes back to being and understanding human design, how we think. It's fascinating how some of these stories from the 1500s and 1600s, they literally are like the same today. I see it being played out on our news every single night, no matter what you watch, CNN, NBC, Fox News, 
played out in front with the with our president against the Democrats, with and for the Republicans, every single day is being played out. The art of war, the powers of war, the 48 laws of power are being played out. How they talk, how they communicate, how they it's it's so it's so interesting to see it. It's kind of like watching a baseball game and knowing nothing about baseball and it's boring to watching a baseball game and you know every little intricacy you know all the players you know where they came from you know their stats you know the coach you know the all of it umpire you know the rules of the game now the game is exciting you know and then you can see why people do certain things and how this batter goes up to bat against the pitcher because he's been up against the five other times in the past and they used to be friends and now they hate each other and there was this Twitter war last week about it. And, you know, then the game gets exciting. It gets exciting. And that's what I want you to have is I want you to be able to get excited about business, about life, and understand human design, how we think. Um, I had a gentleman who I'm looking at talk, working with on a financial side come to my house yesterday, and this is like, it's pretty orange, and it's right next to my chair where I read, and he goes, ah, oh, I've read this. Now, I, he's a pretty smart dude, so he probably has, but I want to say, have you skimmed it or have you read it? I mean, skimmed it is like, you know, you can open it up and go, okay, Law 32. You can read a little, okay, I get it, and move on. A little bit like the Bible. I have actually read, and you can see this, I have read every single word. Every, I'm actually proud of this. Every single word. I've had this book for almost 10 years. This was printed in 2003. I think I got it in 2005. It's been sitting there. Oh, yeah, I know, I know that book. Yeah, law, blah, blah, No, no, I have it. I am now really digesting this. So let's go back to the law that I was talking about. At the end of the day, it's talking about this. I love this, man. Whew. I'm not kidding. Let's, let me repeat, just so you have it, okay? Here we go. Law 34, be royal in your own fashion. Act like a king to treat you like one. End of, this, end of the day, what does it mean? How to sell yourself. How to promote yourself. How to say, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. So he talks about this amazing story. Okay, and actually, the story he talks about is Columbus. Really, Columbus, you know, Columbus came to America. He talks about how Columbus really came from, um, you know, not hierarchy, came from a peasant kind of family, and how he just um, he went to Spain. He actually um, married up, um, and he was constantly in what I call the upper echelon, right? Raising your standards. I talk about this a lot. In business, raise your standards, raise who you're around. Your networks are very important. So he did that for a while where he was always confident and always aggressive with his self-promotion, okay? He, um, now, when I say aggressive, what Robert Dream talks about, he was confident in his self-promotion, but he wasn't arrogant. He, he was around nobility, he was married a little bit into that, but he was always around high-level kings and queens and dignitaries. 
And so he was kind of what he, what he names here, Robert Green talks about, he was a quiet and calm and self-assured person. Um, I thought that was really interesting. He says, in fact, that it was the same confidence usually shown by the nobility themselves. The powerful and the old-style aristocrats felt no need to prove or assert themselves, being noble. They knew they always deserved more and asked for it. Oof. They knew they always deserved more and asked for it. Are you walking through life going, I deserve more and I'm going to ask for it? Are you walking through life like that? I know I haven't been. Are you walking through life with a feeling and experience of being noble that they know they always deserved more and asked for it? And I love this line. With Columbus, then, they felt an instant infinity, for he carried himself just the way they did, elevated above the crowd, destined for greatness. Now, look, there's arrogancy. He talks about this. this arrogancy is when you put down others. Arrogancy is I'm better than you. And there's a difference between confidence and radiating confidence in who you are and your plans when you know you're destined for greatness. When you're destined for greatness. I have been told so many times in my life, stop being so big or strong or your power, you know, get in a box. I've had all kinds of harassing things to say. Now, I, when I walk, I went into church today and I purposefully thought about this law and said, I am destined for greatness. I am destined to help men and women around this world. I am destined for greatness. I own it because I know that God did not have me go through all the fires of hell that I have gone through in my life in 2005 when I first lost my business and first had to file through bankruptcy and foreclosure and then horrible relationship, domestic abuse relationship, death, my mother's death, my father's death, like on and on, my dog's death. Relationship one, two, three, engagement, two, three, failures. Like so much has happened. But yet I have gone and walked through the uh, hell, through the, the darkness of hell in many, many cases. And I am on the other side because I know I am destined for greatness. I am destined to help people around the country and around the globe, men and women, to raise their standards to raise themselves and to build businesses online. Through the 20 years experience I have with online marketing, with the 10 years experience I've had with helping men talk to women, I know I'm destined for greatness. The 25 years I've done with personal development to completely rechange my brain and how I think and how I communicate and how I actually see the world. Like I see the world differently. People go, wow, that's awesome. It's happened to you. But all those things happened for me, not to me. They happened for me to go through, to go on the other side so that I could see differently. I could feel differently. I can have a new awareness. I can, I can discern people. I can discern situations. I can discern opportunities at a faster rate than I'd ever before because I went through so much. 
who I started at 2004, I was just a little girl with, you know, these kind of big dreams to like, I don't know, have a business. That was it. That was it. Not to actually change the world. Not to say, I want to help create 10,000 people to own their own business and be completely self-reliant and self-sufficient. That is at the level that I want now. That's the level that I'm playing at. It calls me. It expands me. One of my mentors right now that I just adore is Clint Arthur. That man has expanded me. He has expanded me. And he talked about it. I just went to his Living Legend event in um, New York. Man, it was a good event. It was a good event. And it was not a good event. It was an epic great event. I met Martha Stewart. I met Ice-T. I met Coco. But he built a relationship with them. Very different. I met them. I got a picture. I got to hear their answers. But Clint and his beautiful bride, Allie, they are building relationships with them. They are expanding themselves way beyond. And I loved how he talked about it. He goes, guys and gals in the event. He said, that event expanded me, scared me. There was so much going. Think about this. He had to deal with the agent of Martha freaking Stewart. And he talked about it later on in private setting. Like, it was challenging. Like, you know, she's. She's got like a team. She's got team Martha. It's not like she could keep it to the phone and go, yo, Martha. Like there's a team and there was a vetting process and there was this and there was that and there were terms and there were conditions and there were contracts and set times and this and that. And, you know, and, and not like threats, but like deadlines. If, if they're not done with the pictures by, you know, whatever, 201, she's out, you know, stuff like that. Like it takes something to play at that level. And big checks being written. It's not like Martha Stewart showed up because it was a charity event. Even there, I don't think she'd show up for free. And nothing wrong with that. I think it's great that she did. But you, you got to play at a different level when you're working with celebrities at that level. Same thing with Ice Team Coco. Same thing with Michael Gerber. He had, they had handlers, you know? Handlers. Team Martha. Team Gerber. Team Ice Team Coco. Like, there's another level. And he talked about how it truly expanded him. And then on top of that, he was working with the Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall, whoo, you talk about a tight ship. Did you know that to work at Carnegie Hall, it's a, it's a union, it's a labor union in New York. Once you get in, you're in for like life, pretty much. And they make like $400,000 a year. They, they no joke. This ain't no $10 an hour usher. This person makes $400,000 a year living in New York, working. And as ushering at Carnegie Hall, they don't take, they take that joke. They don't take it lightly. My point is, he stepped up. He didn't do it at Hilton. And like, yeah, they have you know, some person that came in and said, no, no, no. This was the Carnegie Hall where we weren't allowed in until 8.30. And at 5.01, they kicked us out. And I mean, Clint was like, get out, get out. Because if we stay later, it's, it's New York labor union laws. It's a whole other level. So, my point is this, are you expanding yourself? Are you? All right, so this goes back to this, ready? Can you read that, here we go, ready? 
Rich people build networks. Everyone else looks for work. Robert Kiyosaki. Rich people build networks. Everyone else looks for work. Are you looking for work? We're looking to build your network. Mm-hmm. 48 laws of power. Keys to power. How to sell yourself. Quote. As children, we start our lives with great exuberance, expecting and demanding everything from the world. This generally carries over into our first forays into society as we begin our careers. But as we grow older, the rebuffs and failures we experience set up boundaries that only get firmer with time. Coming to expect less from the world, we accept limitations that are really self imposed. We start to bow and scrape and apologize for even the simplest of requests. This is, that's, that's, that, I mean, when's the last time you just looked at anyone? No matter what, the bank just made a request. Not, I'm sorry, may I, mother, may I, can I? I want this. Like, not a demand, but a request. When's the last time you looked at your husband or wife and said, I want this right now. I really want to be held. I really want to be loved. I don't want to have sex right now. And just like let it land. You know what I mean? Like let it be in the landing and let the request happen. And let people say whatever they say. See, power, true power, he talks about this too in the book. True power is saying something and then staying confident in your stance and letting people freak out. I mean, come on. One-on-one is Trump right now. Okay. Again, I don't get into politics for side I'm on. However, even during the election time, how he would say, boom, this is going to happen. And then people would do the whole like, yeah, stirring up, freak out, debate, right? But the power of just saying, this is going to happen, this is what I want to happen, this is the request I have. And no matter if people come back and say, no, yes, you're an idiot, screw you, okay, no problem. He just does this. Okay, well, this is what I want. And he stands in it. When's the last time you did that in your life? When's the last time you did that with your relationship? Okay. All right, so as I wrap this up, I really want you to get this book. 48 Lost Powers. Kind of I would love to interview Robert Greene if you know a connection. Because this book truly is an amazing book. But I'm curious why 48. Like, did he only find 48? Or is that like a number? You know, like, why not 50? Um, is that like a secret number? Is that all he got? You know, I don't know. I was, I'm actually curious. You know, um, I love this. Oof. Okay, what, hold on. Before I read this, I'm going to find out what law this is. Hold on. 
Yeah, here we Law 20. Some people aren't going to like this one. Do not commit to anyone. It is a fool you always rush to take sides. Do not commit to any side or cause but yourself. By maintaining your independence, you become the master of others, playing people against one another, making them pursue you. Ooh, I'm going to get a little backlash on that. Remember, this is the end. He does this like kind of like a, a wrap-up. Remember, you have only so much energy and so much time. Every moment wasted on the affairs of others subtracts from your strength. You may be afraid that people will condemn you as heartless, but in the end, maintaining your independence and self-reliance will gain you more respect and place you in a position of power from which you can choose. You can choose to help others on your own initiative. And I'm going to leave you with that. This world is about learning to be self-reliant. Rich people build what? Networks. Networks of people. Others look for work. What are you looking for? Networks of people. All right, everyone, this is Heather Haywood. And my new show is called Heather Haywood Show. Yeah, HeatherHaywood.com. Are you a business owner that has a website but not tech savvy? Do you feel like a hostage to your web guy? The better question is, do you have a money funnel so people come to your page and give you money while you sleep? No? Then go watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com. Imagine having a money site, not a website, for your self-published book, e-commerce products, local practitioners like chiropractors or lawyers. Get a money site, not a website. Go watch free video at heathermakesyoumoney.com. Hey, it's Heather. Is your digestion feeling off? Are you often hungry even though you're eating enough and taking supplements? Are you struggling to burn off that last bit of stubborn fat that will not go away no matter how hard you diet or exercise? I guess I'm talking about myself here. See, it might be your gut. It was mine. That's why I am so excited to announce that P3OM, the Navy SEAL of probiotics, is now available at Energy with heather.com look tens of thousands of real people including myself has used p3om to manage constipation bloating gas acid reflux abdominal pain and much more look as you'll learn when you go to energy with heather.com p3om uses unique and patent strand that has been proven in lab tests to deliver the right bacteria to your gut so your body has what it needs to let go of all that fat. So look, what are you waiting for? Go to energywithheather.com. That's energywithheather.com. Hey, 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 everyone. This is Heather Havenwood. I'm actually changing the name of my show officially from Heather Havenwood Like a Boss, Sexy Boss, to just Heather Havenwood Show. Why? Because I am doing a ton of changes right now. And um, I'm going to be talking about all kinds of cool stuff. One of them is Bitcoin. One of them is women empowerment. One of them is men, teaching men how to date women. Because people keep asking me and finding out that I used to teach men how to date women. And I keep getting asked over and over and over and over again. So I'm now like, okay, got it. I guess you want me to teach you boys on how to attract and, and talk to women. But before we get to that, 
I want to um, just dive into something. It's a little, I'm going through my house right now. I'm going through paperwork. You ever done that? Paperwork. And you pull up old crap. I pulled up a bunch of old I love you cards from a lot of guys. And I always find it like, I don't know, so fascinating, right, about, I love you, you're the woman of my dreams, and I think about how it ended, and it ended really badly, <laughs> the stuff they say, said about me, or, you know, just, you're the love of my life, I would never hurt you, and they hurt me, um, you know, that, um, I also realized since from 2005, in 2009 or 2019, I've been through four really bad relationships and bad breakups. My dog died. My mom died. I ended my relationship with my father. I'm kind, you know, I'm like over here going, okay, either I've had really bad breaks, I'm a really horrible person, or it's like really bad about 10 years. And so I reached out to someone who does human design work who um, basically says to me, oh, your blah, 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 Saturn is crossing Pluto or whatever. And yeah, you're like in a whole new space. So it's no wonder you're going through old things and you're throwing it out because it's time for you to let go of the past and completely move on the future and you're going to have new opportunities. And it's true. I'm having more and more wonderful new opportunities come my way. And the last really bad thing that happened was in May 2018 with my baby, my love of my life, my sweetheart, my love. She passed away. So I agree with her, Barbara is the name, that, you know, everything is a season. So if you are going through something troubling, just know it doesn't last forever. This too shall pass, my love. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. So if you're watching a video, you're probably wondering what I'm holding in my hand. Again, something I found while I'm digging out a bunch of stuff. I have like three trash bags outside of stuff. Um, before I get to this, you know, when you go through old paperwork, old clothes, books, like it does kind of pull up old emotions, right? Pulls up for me old failures. Pulls up for me, you know, things that didn't work out. Relationships, businesses, ideas, lovers, um, business partnerships. I had three different businesses that I started with other partners, and we had like the details of how they were ending and all that. I call the business divorce. There were those. And, you know, people tell me sometimes, Heather, you're real successful. I have failed so much. I have failed so much. I've succeeded a lot too, but guys, girls, y'all, failure is a big, big, big ass piece of success in anything, even in relationships. Someone asked me the other day, you know, why aren't you married? And like, that's like kind of asking me why I'm, I'm not African-American. I don't, I don't know. You know, I don't think about that. I just, this is who I am. This is where I'm at. Not everyone's going to fit in the mold of our society. Not everyone's going to fit inside of that construct called go to, you know, 12 years of school, 
then go to college, then get married, then have a baby or two or three, get into the verbs and there you yeah, go. Like, and then retire 55. That is a potential framework. But I say 98% of the people, especially 999% of the successful people, don't even follow that crap. They don't. They don't follow that crap. They might intertwine in that, but that's not necessarily the success path. Road less traveled. The road less traveled truly is the success path. This book, this book right here, Power. Power by Robert Greene. Now, I've had this book a long time. And I've said to people, yeah, I've read it. Not really. People say you've read this book. It's like saying, yeah, I've read the Bible. This book is intense. And I have actually read, and I mean read, like every little word. I'm in page 291, Law 35. It's taken me about three months, and I do 30 minutes at a time because it's really intense. Look at these notes, man. Let me see this. Yeah. I have some serious notes in here, sideline notes. Kind of looks like a Bible in here. Um, and the latest one I just read, which is what I'm going to be talking to you about today, along with this little card that I found in my digging out of stuff, which is this. God, I love this. This is like my favorite law. Robert Greene, if you're ever listening to my podcast, this is seriously my favorite law. Law number 34. Be royal in your own fashion. Act like a king to be treated like one. The way you carry yourself will determine how you are treated in the long run. Appearing vulgar or common will make people disrespect you. Right there. Vulgar or common. Let's go back to the construct we're told. Go to school, in college, get married. The baby, the baby, the baby, the verbs. That's called common. That's called common. Go to job, you have 30 years, your retirement. Common. Common. Is that a king? Is that a queen? No. No. End of story. If you think that your life is way off of that, and you're like the road less traveled, congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, mine is not that way. And every time I try to get on that construct, every time I try to get on that path, it never works out. Every time I get into a relationship and go, okay, this is it, I'm gonna get married and we're gonna go live in the burbs and then I'm gonna have babies, it never works out because I'm trying to push something to have happen and control it versus saying, maybe that's just not for me. You know, maybe that's, and that's okay. I know a lot of people, men and women, who that's just not okay. That's just not what they want. And I want you and me, but I want to give you full permission, full permission to not be inside the box that we tell people that you have to be in. Woo! Okay. Be royal in your own fashion. Act like a king to be treated like one. Now, this doesn't mean arrogancy. And he talks about that. Not arrogancy. Not arrogancy. In fact, what he does is, I love, I love Robert Greene. He's brilliant. So what he does is he has the law, and then how he handles it is he basically does what he calls observation of the law, which is a story. 
of someone in the past, a real person. And he takes a lot from the 1500s and 1600s. And a lot of the kings and queens and Louis V and 6th and 7th and Catherine the Great and Napoleon Hill, Napoleon Hill, Napoleon, where these are people that had to really learn the art of power, the art of seduction, the art of war to keep their throne, to not be overtaken by their throne, to get the throne, to all these things. And people go, well, how does that pertain to me? If you are in a company, a corporation, that has 20 people in it, there's a hierarchy, and there's issues going on, and there's backstabbing, and there's collaboration, and there's team making. And you know what? This book would help that. If you're in a big company like Visa or Google or something even bigger, they talk about that because it all goes back to being and understanding human design, how we think. It's fascinating how some of these stories from the 1500s and 1600s, they literally are like the same today. I see it being played out on our news every single night, no matter what you watch, CNN, NBC, Fox News, playing out in front with, the, with our president against the Democrats, with and for the Republicans, every single day is being played out. The art of war, the powers of war, the 48 laws of power are being played out. How they talk, how they communicate, how they, it's, it's, so, it's so interesting to see it. It's kind of like watching a baseball game and knowing nothing about baseball and it's boring to watching a baseball game and you know, Every little intricacy, you know all the players, you know where they came from, you know their stats, you know the coach, you know the all of it, umpire, you know the rules of the game. Now the game is exciting, you know? And then you can see why people do certain things and how this batter goes up to bat against the pitcher because he's been up against them five other times in the past and they used to be friends, and now they hate each other, and there was this Twitter war last week about it. And, you know, then the game gets exciting. It gets exciting. And that's what I want you to have, is I want you to be able to get excited about business, about life, and understand human design, how we think. Um, I had a gentleman who I'm looking at talk, working with on a financial side come to my house yesterday and this is like it's pretty orange and it's right next to my chair where I read and he goes oh I've read this now I, he's a pretty smart dude so he probably has but I want to say have you skimmed it or have you read it I mean skimmed it is like you know you can open it up and go okay law 32 you can read a little okay I get it and move on a little bit like the bible I have actually read, and you can see this, I have read every single word. Every, I'm actually proud of this. Every single word. I've had this book for almost 10 years. This was printed in 2003. I think I got it in 2005. It's been sitting there for, oh, yeah, I know, I know that book. Yeah, law, blah, blah, blah. No, no, I haven't. I am now really digesting this. So let's go back to the law that I was talking about. At the end of the day, it's talking about this. I love this, man. Whew. I'm not kidding. Let's, let me repeat, just so you have it, okay? Here we go. Law 34, be royal in your own fashion. Act like a king to treat you like one. End of, this, end of the day, what does it mean? How to sell yourself. 
how to promote yourself, how to say, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. So he talks about this amazing story. Okay. And actually the story he talks about is Columbus. Really Columbus, you know, Columbus came to America. He talks about how Columbus really came from, um, you know, not hierarchy, came from a peasant kind of family. And how he just, um, he went to Spain, he actually um, married up, um, and he was constantly in what I call the upper echelon, right? Raising your standards, I talk about this a lot, in business, raise your standards, raise who you're around, your networks are very important. So he did that for a while where he was always confident and always aggressive with his self-promotion, okay? He, um, now, when I say aggressive, what Robert Dream talks about, he was confident in his self-promotion, but he wasn't arrogant. He, he was around nobility. He was married a little bit into that. But he was always around high-level kings and queens and dignitaries. And so he was kind of what he, he named here, Robert Green talks about. He was a quiet and calm and self-assured person. Um, I thought that was really interesting. It says, in fact, that it was the same conflict usually shown by the nobility themselves. The powerful and the old-style aristocrats felt no need to prove or assert themselves being noble. They knew they always deserved more and asked for it. Oof. They knew they always deserved more and asked for it. Are you walking through life going, I deserve more and I'm going to ask for it? Are you walking through life like that? I know I haven't been. Are you walking through life with a feeling and experience of being noble that they know they always deserved more and asked for it. And I love this line. With Columbus then, they felt an instant infinity, for he carried himself just the way they did, elevated above the crowd, destined for greatness. Now look, there's arrogancy, and he talks about this. this arrogancy is when you put down others. Arrogancy is I'm better than you. And there's a difference between confidence and radiating confidence in who you are and your plans when you know you're destined for greatness. When you're destined for greatness. I have been told so many times in my life, stop being so big or strong or your power, you know, get in a box. I've had all kinds of harassing things to say. Now, I, when I walk, I went into church today and I purposefully, thought about this law and said, I am destined for greatness. I am destined to help men and women around this world. I am destined for greatness. I own it because I know that God did not have me go through all the fires of hell that I had gone through in my life in 2005 when I first lost my business and first had to file through bankruptcy and foreclosure and then horrible relationship domestic abuse relationship, death, my mother's death, my father's death, like on and on, my dog's death, relationship one, two, three, engagement two, three, failures, like so much has happened. But yet I have gone and walked through the uh, hell, through the, the darkness of hell in many, many cases, and I am on the other side. 
because I know I am destined for greatness. I am destined to help people around the country and around the globe, men and women, to raise their standards, to raise themselves, and to build businesses online. Through the 20 years experience I have with online marketing, with the 10 years experience I've had with helping men talk to women, I know I'm destined for greatness. The 25 years I've done with personal development to completely rechange my brain and how I think and how I communicate and how I actually see the world. Like, I see the world differently. People go, wow, that's awesome. It's happened to you. But all those things happened for me, not to me. They happened for me to go through to go on the other side so that I could see differently. I could feel differently. I can have a new awareness. I can, I can discern people. I can discern situations. I can discern opportunities at a faster rate than I'd ever before because I went through so much. But who I started at 2004, I was just a little girl with, you know, these kind of big dreams to like, I don't know, have a business. I, that was it. That was it. Not to actually change the world. Not to say I want to help create 10,000 people to own their own business and be completely self-reliant and self-sufficient. That is at the level that I want now. That's the level that I'm playing at. It calls me. It expands me. One of my mentors right now that I just adore is Clint Arthur. That man has expanded me. He has expanded me. And he talked about it. I just went to this Living Legend event in um, New York. Man, it was a good event. It was a good event. And it was not a good event. It was an epic great event. I met Martha Stewart. I met Ice-T. I met Coco. But he built a relationship with them. Very different. I met them. I got a picture. I got to hear their answers. But Clint and his beautiful bride, Allie, they are building relationships with them. They are expanding themselves way beyond. And I loved how he talked about it. He goes, guys and gals, in the event, he said, that event expanded me, scared me. There was so much going. Think about this. He had to deal with the agent of Martha Frickland Stewart. And he talked about it later on in private setting. Like, it was challenging. Like, you know, she's, she's got like a team. She's got team Martha. It's not like she could keep it the phone and go, yo, Martha. Like, there's a team, and there was a vetting process, and there was this, and there was that, and there were terms, and there were conditions, and there were contracts, and set times, and this and that, and you know, and and not like threats, but like deadlines. If, if they're not done with the pictures by you know whatever two oh one, she's out. You know, stuff like that. Like it takes something to play at that level, and big checks being written. It's not like Martha Stewart showed up because it was a charity event. Even there, I don't think she'd show up for free. And nothing wrong with that. I think it's great she did. But you, you got to play at a different level when you're working with celebrities at that level. Same thing with Ice Team Coco. Same thing with Michael Gerber. He had, they had handlers, you know? Handlers. 
Team Martha, Team Gerber, Team Icy Coco. Like, there's another level. And he talked about how it truly expanded him. And then, on top of that, he was working with the Carnegie Hall. Carnegie Hall, whoo, you talk about a tight ship. Did you know that the, to work at Carnegie Hall, it's a, it's a union, it's a labor union in New York. Once you get in, you're in for, like, life, pretty much. And they make, like, $400,000 a year. They, they no joke. This ain't no $10 an hour usher. This person makes $400,000 a year living in New York, working, and is ushering at Carnegie Hall. They, don't take, they take that joke. They don't take it lightly. My point is, he stepped up. He didn't do it at Hilton. And, like, yeah, they have, you know, some person that came in and said, no, no, no. This was the Carnegie Hall where we weren't allowed in until 8.30. And at 5.01, they kicked us out. And, I mean, Clint was like, get out, get out. Because if we stay later, it's, it's New York labor union laws. The whole other level. So my point is this. Are you expanding yourself? Are you? All right, so this goes back to this, right? Can you read that? Here we go, ready? Rich people build networks. Everyone else looks for work. Robert Kiyosaki. Rich people build networks. Everyone else looks for work. Are you looking for work? You're looking to build your network. Mm -hmm. 48 laws of power. Keys to power. How to sell yourself. Quote, as children, we start our lives with great exuberance, expecting and demanding everything from the world. This generally carries over into our first forays into society as we begin our careers. But as we grow older, the rebuffs and failures we experience set up boundaries that only get firmer with time. Coming to expect less from the world, we accept limitations that are really self-imposed. We start to bow and scrape and apologize for even the simplest of requests. This is, that's, that's, that, I mean, when's the last time you just looked at anyone? No matter what. The bank just made a request. Not, I'm sorry, may I, mother, may I, can I? I want this. Like, not a demand, but a request. When's the last time you looked at your husband or wife and said, I want this right now. I really want to be held. I really want to be loved. I... I don't want to have sex with him. And just like let it land. You know what I mean? Like let it be in the landing and let the request happen. And let people say whatever they say. See, power, true power, he talks about this too in the book. True power is saying something and then staying confident in your stance and letting people freak out. I mean, come on. One on one is Trump right now. Okay? Again, I don't get into politics for side I'm on. However, even during the election time, how he would say, boom, this is going to happen. 
and then people do the whole like, yeah, stirring up, freak out, debate, right? But the power of just saying, this is going to happen, this is what I want to happen, this is the request I have. And no matter if people come back and say, no, yes, you're an idiot, screw you, okay, no problem. He just does this, okay, well, this is what I want, and he stands in it. When's the last time you did that in your life? When's the last time you did that with your relationship? Okay. All right, so as I wrap this up, I really want you to get this book, 48 Lost Powers. Kind of interesting. I would love to interview Robert Greene, if you know a connection, because this book truly is an amazing book. But I'm curious why 48. Like, do you only find 48, or is that like a number? You know, like, why not 50? Um, is that like a secret number? Is that all he got? You know, I don't know. I was, I'm actually curious. You know, um, I love this. Oof. Okay, what, hold on. Before I read this, I'm going to find out what law this is. Hold on. Yeah, here we go. Law 20. Some people are going to like this one. Do not commit to anyone. As a fool, you always rush to take sides. Do not commit to any side or cause but yourself. By maintaining your independence, you become the master of others, playing people against one another, making them pursue you. Ooh, I'm going to get a little backlash on that. Remember, this is the end. He does this like kind of like a, a wrap-up. Remember, you have only so much energy and so much time. Every moment wasted on the affairs of others subtracts from your strength. You may be afraid that people will condemn you as heartless, but in the end, maintaining your independence and self-reliance will gain you more respect and place you in a position of power from which you can choose. You can choose to help others on your own initiative. And I'm going to leave you with that. This world is about learning to be self-reliant. Rich people build what? Networks. Networks of people. Others look for What are you looking for? Networks of people. All right, everyone, this is Heather Haywood. And my new show is called Heather Haywood Show. Yeah, HeatherHaywood.com. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Thank you for listening to Like a Boss, helping you rise to the top. Join Heather's Mastermind at InfluencerTribe.com, where she helps you become an influencer and dominate your field. 
Follow Heather Havenwood on Instagram. Interested in interviewing or scheduling a call with Heather? Go to callwithheather.com. For more, go to heatherhavenwood.com.